question to me, my question to you, do we really? Because what that means is, Lord, I'm going to trust you no matter what life throws at me. When you have me in a place that I don't understand and I don't like what you are allowing to happen and you don't stop it when I say stop. <laughs> Is your mind made up then? When, when, when it doesn't seem like God is good in your case. When God's not answering questions and the devil is saying to you, you can't trust him. Do you trust the sovereignty and the love of God when it's not apparent? Now listen, God is love. God is sovereign. But, but sometimes he's allowed us to go through what we don't want to go through for the long-term good and not the temporary benefit. Uh, okay, I'm just... I'm just saying. I I got a question out of our text. Do we see the exalted Christ? Do, Do we really see him or do we see religion? Are we just following in the footsteps of tradition because that's what our parents taught us. Then if you do see him, how exalted do you see him? Because how high we see him determines the degree we're going to serve him. (laughs) How high we see him is going to set course of how much we place ourselves in his hands. Scripture reading is Philippians chapter 3, 7 through 9. Out of the Amplified, it will show up on the screen. And it reads as such in our hearing. But whatever former things I had that might have been gained to me, I have come to consider as one combined loss for Christ's sake. This is Paul because he saw the living Christ. Yes, furthermore, I count everything as loss compared to the possession of the priceless privilege, the overwhelming preciousness, the suppressing worth, the supreme advantage, listen, of knowing intimacy with Christ Jesus, my Lord, of all the progressively becoming more deeply, intimately acquainted with him, of perceiving and recognizing and understanding him more fully and clearly that his, for his sake, I have lost everything. And considering all mere rubbish, refuge, drag, in order that I may win, gain Christ, the anointed one. That's enough. Father, even now, move Tracy out the way and hide me behind your Shekinah glory. Shekinah glory. Even now, Father, have your way. Before I get started, we invite you back for the 7 o'clock crossover into the new year. The reason we made it 7 o'clock, because the churches that, that is connected in this, they have older members. And we want to make sure that they can be a part of it with us. We have um, Mark Stevens coming to preach. 
his congregation, Pastor Mabry, his congregation, Pastor uh, Flood and his congregation. So pray for us. Amen. I know we're going to have an excellent time. They, with me, got together and prayed throughout this sanctuary for tonight. So don't miss your blessing. I'm concerned. Like never before, I'm seeing people that grew up in churches, even here, who are walking away from the faith. They, they are entertaining other things. They, they don't see Christ as the God-man. They are caught up in things that they think they can work their way into heaven. And, and listen, they've been to Sunday school, they, they've been to church all their lives, and, and it becomes apparent that they never saw him. John writes in 1 John chapter 2, he said, they left us because they never was one of us because if they was really one of us, they would have stayed. <laughs> it, it, it is amazing how, how you could be preacher, you could be singer, you could be deacon, you could be all up in the church and, and you have conformed to the image of, of knowing him, but you... Let hard times come. Well, wait till you get sick and diagnosed with cancer and see how you respond. I had the privilege on yesterday to do the home going home service of Shelly Lewis. And, and I, I walked with her for a long time through a lot of her sickness, and I never saw her complain, never saw her question, I never seen her lose her smile. She had pancreatic cancer, which is one of the most painful cancers you could ever have. And I never seen her face, her faith change. Matter of fact, she was constantly making moments, memorable moments with her family, being a blessing. And what I found out, I found the key to it, that when she was younger, she died clinically died, went to heaven, saw Jesus, and Jesus walked her back, said, it's not your time yet. <laughs> Do you know how that would transform your faith? Do you know then you're not afraid to die because you have already seen where you're going? If you see, if you see, if you see him like that, can't nothing move you off of your faith. But I'm of the opinion you don't have to have a deaf experience and brought back. You can see him now and know how real he is by, by seeking him. Paul says to the church of Galatia, Galatia, he said, he said I, I am, I am, I am. I, I, I'm astounded that you have turned away from the gospel to another gospel, and now you believe you can work your way in instead of total dependency. You think you good enough instead of total dependency. You think you all that instead of total dependency on the one that died for you. He, 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 he was beaten for you. He was crucified on a cross for you, died for you, and got up for you. If you add anything to that, it messes up how deeply you see him. I have never seen the church under, I take that back, Christ under such attack. It, it's, not, it's not Christianity, it's, it's not the church, it's, it's Christ and who he is and what he does under attack. And, and let me tell you, it's getting worse. You may be sitting here, but that don't mean you believe. You may come every Sunday 
that does not mean that you have placed your, not just your saving faith, but your living faith on Christ and his word. I'm afraid. I get the phone calls. I'm talking with people. I get people challenging me. And, 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 and believe me, I, I know what I believe. I can, I, can, I can work out what I believe. I can study and I have done the homework because I know what I know because I've done it. And they're reading stuff that's not even true. Have done no research. Have done no studying. Think they know but not willing to listen. When God came and snatched me back, one of the things I did, I, I said, if it's real and I know it's real, but I need to know on every level in my research that I can stand up against anybody and represent what I believe. That is becoming more important on every level because we are being inundated. Listen, listen, Satan's not going after the ones that's out there. He's going after the ones that's in here because he wants to defray. He wants to impede. He wants to mess up your confidence. You know, Satan has not done any new tricks. He said to Eve in Genesis chapter 3, he said, he said, have not God, isn't God holding back from you? Haven't God lied to you? He attacks the integrity of who God is. He attacks that your faith that God really, really, really loves you. He, he, he is, he is, he is. As much as Paul was turned into Christ and saw enough to give up everything for Christ and God used him for the match, it is possible to start well and finish weak. If we don't keep doing the necessary, if we don't keep coming to church and fellowship, and we don't keep reading and praying and become the main thing of our living, it is, the, the devil is so slick Second Chronicles chapter 26. I'm not going to read it, but I'm going to run through it. Here we have King, King Isaiah, which is the same Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 6 that when he died. At 16, he becomes king. He started off good, but scripture said that he followed his father was a good king. Matter of fact, God used him in a mighty way. It said that he yearned and desired and, and was seeking after God. And here you are, a teenager. God anoints and empowered, and he became great. He built armies. He had 360, 100,000 army men. Then he had 2,000, I think, 40 guys over him running his army. He started taking over stuff. Even Egypt got word of him and saw how awesome he was. You know, sometimes you can become too good at what you do. Don't ever think it's you. The most deadliest sin is not homosexuality. The most deadly sin is not being a killer. The most deadly sin is pride. And behind all sin is an element of pride that you think you something, you think you this, you think you better than other folks. Be careful when you lift your head and your nose too high. 
seeking God and he was doing good until, I mean, and, and, and what the danger is this. People will start patting you on your back. And we're the only creatures, as Reverend Smith said, who if you pat on the back, our head get big. I, I will pat myself on the back and demonstrate it, but I don't want to. We, 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 we got to understand, Lord, everything I have, you gave it. Everything I am, you did it. Lord, you're the source of my life. You're the source of my strength. I never would have made it if it had not been for you on my side. Listen, 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 listen. You don't have to have a testimony of being saved from the world. You can have a testimony of being saved in the church. Because just because you've been going to church since you was knee high to a duck don't mean you accepted him. You got churchology, but it doesn't mean you have Christ personally. There's a difference. There's a difference. There are people who've been in church their whole life. And Jesus is going to say, and they're going to say, I did this, I did this, I did this. And Christ is going to say, depart from me. Not that you wasn't in church. Not that you didn't do all that. But I never knew you. You never let me in. You never opened up your heart. I don't know what 24 going to bring. But you know what? I'm not worried about it. You should be worried about it either. Hold on. Is your God big enough to keep you when you fall in? Is your God big enough to make a way out of nowhere? Is your God big enough not only to snatch you out, but keep you in and take you through? Oh! Oh, how big do you see your God? Isaiah made weapons that would throw boulders, that would throw arrows. I mean, I mean, he did things that Israel as a people have never seen. Let me throw something at you. Will your faith diminish if Trump become president again? <laughs> Let, let's bring it where we live at. Let, 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 let's bring it where we live at. Because some of you guys say, God wouldn't allow that to happen. Oh, really? Let me, let me get for real with us. Maybe that's exactly what we need to take our eyes off the presidency and put our eyes on the Lord. We're too moved by what's happening around us. We're too moved by, by, by what we think and what we think is good and bad. We don't know what's best for us. How can I say that? It was good that I, Uzziah died because Isaiah has taken the faith of the people and put it on him. Started off good, represented God, but, but, but something changed. It, it doesn't happen overnight. It happened, Satan is like sandpaper. If I had sandpaper, it, 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 and just keep on rubbing, it will make an imprint into this slowly. It'd be like little dust particles building up. And if I stay here long enough, rubbing long enough, yes, sir. 
Instead of thanking God, we say we're lucky. Instead of praying about it, we made up our own mind that we can do it our own way. Why is it we just pray when we're in trouble? We need God every single I tell you what I'm doing more than ever. I'm saying this all throughout the day. Lord, as my day is, be my strength. I have done five eulogies in four weeks. I'm tired, but I don't feel tired because when I feel low, Lord, as my day is, be my strength. I say it every day. I do it throughout the day because I don't know what I may face or where I got to go. I don't know what else is happening, but I know one thing. My God is faithful. My God is good. And when I call on him, he answers. Oh, let me just go there. Trouble brings you to the place that you recognize that how much you need him. Listen, the question is not whether you need him. The question is, do you recognize you need him? Because there is a difference between whether you recognize and, and you don't recognize. Because when you don't recognize, you're only calling once in a while. But when God shows you every breath you take, Every move you make, somehow Satan slowly convinced Isaiah that, that, that he did all that he did by his own wisdom, by his own strength, by his own ability. He is anointed king. But something, and I don't mean something, I mean the devil, got in his head to say, you so bad, you so something that, that you can step in God's priest position and you can take the incense and put it on the altar of the Lord. Watch this. <laughs> Watch this. Watch this. So he goes, he got the incense in his hand, and the priest withstood him. And the Bible says that when he is rebuked, he becomes enraged. Let me tell you when you know you're in danger. When you can't take somebody telling you the truth. When you get mad. When you say to yourself, I don't need nobody to tell. You need somebody who's not afraid of you, who will sit down and tell you the truth about you. You need somebody that loves you enough that would tell you when you go on the wrong way. You need somebody that stand and risk your friendship. Here he is, and I'm thinking, how did he get this far of, of, hold on. The altar is holy. It's holy ground. Priests died when they messed up. All of a sudden, nothing became wrong for him. Y'all didn't hear that. You understand that? He rationalized everything he was doing. And in his eyesight, he was right. 
and will argue you down. <laughs> Hold on. It says it. It's that when a priest can he become enraged and he's trying to take the 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 incense and light it, fighting them. Wait a minute. <laughs> the priests of God who make intercession before God and many times is the mouth of God and he's not listening. He is so insistent that he's right. Deceive, can you say deceived? There is a spirit of deception that has been released upon the earth. And the Bible speaks of it becoming so strong that unless God keeps the very elect, they will be deceived too. There is a cloak of darkness that is being released. And the only thing that can keep us is the Lord Jesus Christ and his word. Listen, if I didn't love you, I wouldn't warn you. But because I love you, I, I am positioned, set up high to see what's coming. And my job is to warn the people that this is what is happening. We have to be able to discern the time. Israel is in torment because while he's getting ready to light, now Josephus, who is a historian, said that there was an earthquake and there was a crack that happened in the temple and a beam of light came and shined on his forehead. And he broke out with leprosy. It wasn't the sun that did it. It was God that did it. Watch this. He walked in like this. They took a cloth and covered his head, and he ran out like this. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 6 comes in. Six years later, in the year <laughs> that king Ozai died. I mean, let me, let, me, let me explain. When that happened, he was set in a place by himself because leprosy defiled you and it was deadly and it was catchy. For six years, nobody saw him. For six years, his voice was silent. For six years, his son took over and started taking over his duties, but yet they were still looking at Isaiah, who is out of sight for six years. Can you imagine the state of Israel? Can you imagine the confusion, the fear, the doubt? Matter of fact, they probably feel, felt like we feel. Two wars going on. Pandemic. Well, it, it, it's COVID is some R something. There's some other something. There's another something. And I heard this morning something new done came. You know, there's so many things. You don't know what it is. We've never been here before. And some of us is scared out of our wits because we're listening to the news as the only voice we are listening. Isaiah went to church as usual. But, but God shows up when things are at their worst. Oh, uh, y'all don't hear me. Let, 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 let me. let me let me prove this. Let me prove this. Let me prove this. Let me prove this. The three Hebrew boys, when they got thrown in the furnace, instead of the furnace burning them up, Jesus, who is the real fire, got in the fire with them and insulated them from the fire. But he didn't show up till they was thrown in trouble. Then he caught 
them and spared them and walked around with them and saved them. Oh, he's the same guy who came in the lion den when Daniel was thrown in the lion den. He not only shut the lion's mouth, but he made them go asleep so Daniel could use them as a pillar instead of being in danger. Our God is the same God that, that, that Mary saw how excellent he was and took the alabaster boat and gave him worship. I declare that the permit of how you see him is how much you worship him. How, how you see him is how you're going to trust him. Or how high you see him, you take your eyes off the mask and put it on Jesus. Hmm. Hmm. There's some conversations you need to quit having. There's some people you need to quit dealing with. There's some TV and social media you need to shut it down. We're spending more time on social media than we're spending in the word I praying to the Lord. Addicted. Running around with a little box, addicted, strolling, can't even watch where you're going because you're so caught up. Go to the restaurant and people should be talking all over, got their phones out, and they're engaging this instead of one another. Listen, if we don't know how to do human relationship, how are we going to do our Savior relationship? Something had to die. The God that they made Isaiah in. Listen, listen. Haven't heard him, haven't seen him in six years, and they're still looking towards him. <laughs> Did you see that? Curse, and instead they still didn't get it, still didn't look up. They, 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 they are still looking at Uzziah, who is cursed. What are you looking at? Who am I looking at? Some of us looking at the person that, that hurt us. You better forgive them and let them go. Some of us is looking for some savior to come save us. His name is Jesus. <laughs> and he's standing there for you to call on him. Some of us is believing in self. I'm the center of my own universe. <laughs> All I have to do is believe. Faith is not placing faith in faith. Faith is not placing faith in faith. Whatever you place your faith in, better has the power to keep you. You have to place your faith in something bigger than yourself. Oh. Why, why are we going to place our faith in government, no matter who gets in, when they can't help themselves? It's not about Democrat or Republican, it's about Jesus. At some point, we got to wake up and recognize that our help, our help, our help coming from the Lord. I, I think God is waiting on us. He's waiting on, on you. He's waiting on me to, to quit complaining and start praising. To, to quit being 
fearful. It's tell that I know you in control. You best start talking and declare. You know when the Bible says pray all day, pray without ceasing? Part of that is declaring. Declaring, Lord, I know you are awesome, God. Lord, I know you got me even now. Lord, I feel a little bit weak, but be my strength. Lord, the spirit of fear has taken me, but the word said, you my peace. So you said, who mind is stayed on you, you would keep them in perfect peace. So Lord, I declare right now, cover me, cover me, cover me with peace. Some of us need our joy stirred up. Lord, you said in your word that you are joy and that you would give your joy to us. So Lord, thank you, thank you for your joy. In the year that Isaiah died, something got to die. Matter of fact, if you know what it is, say, I declare you dead. Uh, you, you are dead right now. I'll be dependent on you. You can't help me. So I'm turning from you and I'm turning to Jesus because Jesus is the one that Isaiah saw in the Old Testament. And it said that he was exalted and high, sitting on a throne. And the angels was praising him. They were saying, holy, holy, holy. Listen, if we start praising him, We'll do better. We'll get better. We'll be better because God is waiting on us. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you see him? Have you asked him to show you another level of who he is? Oh. He says, took the disciples he took them to Caesarea of Philippi. Been there. Caesarea of Philippi is a rock, a mountain that is made out of rock. It's scary. It's, it's, it's demonic. You can see the cave that they said that a demon would go back to Hades and come back. You can see the carvings in the rock where they would put their little idols and it was said they would do child sacrifice in the pool that is there to appease the demons. Jewish people didn't go there, but it was known as evil. It is a place, the gateway, where they said the demons came out of. Jesus took them there. And he asked them a question. Whom do men say that I am? Listen, there's a whole lot of rumors about Jesus. <laughs> People are saying a whole lot of stuff using his name. They said some says this, some says this, some says this. Today, some says this, some says that, some says something else. Then he asked them a more pointed question. He said, whom do you? <laughs> what do you see me as? Who, who do you say that I am? What do you believe? You know, I got to answer that for myself. You got to answer that for yourself. We can't do that as a group. That's personal. And even though you know, you know the right thing to say, let me, let me tell you, what do you believe? Does it so affect your everyday living that people see Christ in you? Does it, does it restrain you when you want to go off? Does it keep you when you
when you want to fall apart? Do you know that you know that you know that you are a child of the king? Do you know you got power to walk in? Do you know that you can pray and he hears you? Do you know who? Do you and I say he is? They're quiet. They, 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 they feel it's a test. All of a sudden, Peter speaks up. He said, thou are the Christ, the son, and look, watch this, in a Hebrew definition, when he says son, he's saying you are God. You are the very God. You are full, you are full of dignity. You're wrapped up in human flesh, but on the inside, you are God. You are the God that came down to be a man. You created the heavens and the earth. Before there was time, you started time. You always have been, will always be. You sit on a throne and you're in control of everything. Don't nothing happen unless you allow it to happen. And if you allow it to happen, you got purpose for it. Oh! When you in his will, when trouble come, that trouble didn't come to hurt you, it comes to mature you. I, I don't know about you. My trouble is making me stronger. My trouble is helping me see him more. Because instead of getting mad, I'm leaning in. I know I need him. Is there anybody in the house know that you need your Jesus? Is there anybody leaning in? Oh. Oh. Don't run from him, run to him. He said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And he said, based on that confession, the gates of hell shall not prevail. Did you know that, that he almost sinned? Y'all gotta give me some grace. Did you know that in Ephesians chapter one, said the same power, <laughs> The same power. See, the resurrection of Jesus is credited to Jesus himself, God the Father, and God the Holy Spirit. The Godhead, three persons, but one God is credited with the power of the resurrection. Ah, he got up with all power in his hands. Hold on, he said, he said, but wait, he said, he said, but, but that wasn't just for him. Matter of fact, he already had all power. He said, but this victory was for you because he said that the same power that raised Jesus is the same power God is extending towards you. Now, you need to turn to somebody and say, you may not see it, but in Jesus, I'm powerful. In Jesus, I'm victorious. In Jesus, I'm somebody. We are too quick to judge who we are by the outside. You got to get to know who you are on the inside. Y'all know, y'all know, y'all know a little bit of my story. But my transformation from what I was to, to, to what, I was what I was still becoming is that I stayed in the book of Ephesians for, for three years. I stayed in chapter one and two because I had to change what I identified with. I had to change from being 
a thug to being all that, to being so hard I was ready to die to being what God called me. He had, he had to strip me of what the devil tagged me with. I had to begin to not die, but live. Can, can I speak to somebody? Don't die. God has called you to live. Oh, let me say it again. Because, yeah, yeah, that, that's, I could have committed suicide. I could have killed somebody. But, but he looked at me and said, I didn't call you to die. I called you to live. You're looking in the wrong direction. I'm calling you to look to me because the source of your life, the power of your life, the love of your life, the joy of your life is in Jesus and nobody else. I see him, but I want to see him more. Higher and higher, greater and greater. Listen, listen, listen. You got to die in order to live. Got to die to self so Christ can take a hold of you. Watch me now. Now, right now, on the hill, on the Jesus who sits on the throne, who's high and lifted up, now, not just on the anybody, but right now, on the hill, who is able, who is willing, who is waiting to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or can imagine with the power. Talk to her neighbor and say, I got power. I got power to live, not to die. I choose, I choose, I choose life. In him. In him. If we continue to not look at him, the devil came to kill, steal, and destroy. Your purpose. Your calling, who God has created us to be. It is awesome when you don't have to walk in fear. What, what, what you say, Terry? You, I heard you say, I heard you say, no, did you say freedom? Oh, that was you, Kim? Can you stand up and say that? I shouldn't have heard you. Nah, go ahead. <laughs> but like, I want you to say like you mean it. Huh? 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 You give it all. And the more you give to it, the more he gives back. Am I right about it? Is there anybody else want to say freedom? Is there anybody else please? It's freedom. Anybody else say it's good? It's good not to walk in fear. It's good to have the peace of the Lord. I don't know where you are who are watching or even in this room. But what I discovered is this. You don't believe it till you discover it. You don't understand how real it is till you taste and see that it's that good. I, I thought where I was, that's all it was. 
deceived. Now I look back and I said, Lord, thank you. <laughs> Lord, thank you. Some of you, you may not have been where I was, but you don't got the peace yet. You're not experiencing continuous joy. Not because you don't know him, but you don't see him more. You, you, haven't, you, haven't, you haven't stepped in more. You are holding on to the very thing that's killing you. Not judging you. I was there. I was there. Can't judge you because I know me. I'm able to share with you because of what God brought me out of. I'm not talking religion, I'm talking relationship. I'm talking experience. I'm not putting no one down, because if I put you down, I put me down. But I can't help but share how good he is. I can't help but tell us what's available. Can help that even what being desperate, but if you look to him, <laughs> oh, he's just that good. I'm not good, you're not good. He's just, he's just, he loves you. In this room, he loves you in spite of you. Those at home, you can, right where you at, say, Lord, I give you my life. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I believe you died for my sins. And right now, Lord, come into my life. In the house, you can do that too. You, you, you can do it right where you at. And if you mean it from your heart and confess it with your mouth and say, Lord, I accept you. And you mean, he'll come in. For those at home, these numbers, you can call them and somebody will call you back in the house. I got ministers right here that, that, will, that will pray with you and talk with you about the goodness of the Lord, how awesome he is. Uh, I'm losing my voice, so come on, man.